All right, in three, two, one, and here we go. What is up, my people? This is Brett, and we are back with the podcast, episode number three. My roommate told me I'm not speaking into the mic enough, so I'm going to try to do that today for you guys. Um, See, and that's what I do. If you give me feedback, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to try and get better at it and do something about it. So just like that, in the last episode, I talked about my brother and other people. This episode, I talked about the mic. Jay, in addition, my aunt told me I should get a light. Got a ring light. That's what we're filming on right now. That's why we're at a better angle probably today than we have been in the past. And I got this bad boy. It's a little remote. So when I press this button that says iOS, it basically automatically connects by Bluetooth to my phone. So then if I want to pause, I can just click it and pause. And if I want to start it up, I can click it and it'll start it up for the videotaping that is. But for the mic, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'd like it to be sideways so you could see my face a little better. But for now, this will have to do. We'll work on that. Um, But let's get started and let's talk (laughs) about topic one on the docket today. We got a lot of good things on the docket. We're going to get into one of my favorite YouTubers. We're going to get into the new Ryan Reynolds show that him and uh, the dude from Always Sunny. Sorry for Always Sunny's fans out there. Just don't know that much about it. But they have... And they own a new soccer club in England. Not a new one, but they own a soccer club in not England either, Wales. Um, and then we're going to talk about a little bit of updates on life. And yeah, that's about it. So let's get started with the first topic of the day, Harry Styles. Yes, I'm talking about Harry Styles. Maybe the largest celebrity in the world right now. The most famous man in the world, as Florence Pugh put it in a recent interview. I don't know if you've been following that beef with... Uh, the new Olivia Wilde movie, but she uh, she's not too happy. But still want to see that movie. Olivia Wilde's first movie, Booksmart. It's an incredibly funny movie. So good. Highly recommend if you haven't seen it. But Harry Styles. So recently I was looking up tickets to a Harry Styles concert. And tickets to a Harry Styles concert are so expensive. They are at least $300. At least $300. If not... 500 upwards it's insane and in addition to that all of his concerts are either in chicago new york la or like one place in texas i think so basically you have to travel too so i have to spend money on a hotel or and gas and whatever it is and gas is so expensive now so it's just an absolute ordeal to do something like this so what i so I have a proposition for Harry, for our young Harry Stoyles boy. Well, let me lay it out this way. Most of Harry Styles fans cannot go to one of his concerts. Harry Styles is attracting millions and millions, hundreds of millions of people to his music. He probably has billions of listens on, on multiple of his songs. But and most of those people cannot pay $300 plus for one night to go see a concert. But I have a I have a solution. Me and Alex were here in Wisconsin a few weeks back, a month and a half ago, and we went to a Harry Styles dance concert. It was a party in like a small theater. The theater had all the seats ripped out and had turned into a bar slash nightclub kind of thing. And basically the DJ was on the stage and they only played Harry Styles, One Direction, and Five Seconds of Summer kind of stuff. So just like boy band, like dance, fun party music. And it was so fun. It wasn't fun because, or what made it so fun was that everyone there was there 
to hear because they're a fan of Harry Styles. So just like when you go to a, like when I went to my first Drake concert, that Drake concert was so fun because it was like a listening party for your favorite artist. Every single person there was a fan of Drake and they knew all of his songs. So me and my brother were turning around dancing with like 50-year-old women behind us to energy rapping the lyrics with them. That's what made it so fun was like being everyone there with them. And then in addition, you had Drake on the stage in front of you singing it all. So you're just so amped and like in disbelief that you're this close to this guy. So... What I'm saying is, let's just take that small part of it that's so fun, the community aspect of being with everyone and dancing and having a good time, and let's spread that out. I'm saying that maybe not this year, because he's got his tour, he doesn't want to interfere with that. He's making a lot of money off that. I respect that. Have his tour this year, and then next year, roll out a nationwide every city in America, every big city where they have a dance party. It could be in a big stadium. You could fill up a stadium for a Harry Styles dance party. That would be so fun. If you're like in a small arena with 18,000 other people listening to Harry Styles music, one direction music, and just having a good time, you could do that. And not only is this a way for your fans to connect with you in a real life scenario, but you also are getting so much money that you had left on the table. Because there's a lot of fans that will not pay $300, but will pay $40 to go to a dance concert, or $30, or $50, or whatever it is. And you're going to get all that money, and you're going to get it from, like, you could double the amount of tour shows you would normally have because the distribution is so much easier. In a way, it's almost like a virtual concert because you don't have to be there. But also the fun thing is you can promo in some cool ways, like having Harry actually show up to these concerts. Um, just like if he just snuck into a little theater like we were at, the place would the roof would have came off the place. Just do like little things like that. And like also that's going to go viral on everywhere online when people see that. So you can do a lot of fun things with that. You're going to get your money. You're going to connect with your fans. And it's just a way to prolong your tour. So if your tour is going to end, and you and, and way to prolong it without you having to do it near as much work, I think it's an interesting idea that could be considered. And maybe people are doing that. If you know of anyone doing that, or if you've been to a dance party, let me know, because I'd be he- interesting to hear about it. So there you go, Harry. That's how you should do that. And moving on, I want to talk about my next topic, Chris Stuckman. Chris Stuckman is one of my top three YouTubers of all time. I take that back. He's one of the YouTubers I've stuck with the longest. Number one is Dude Perfect. I've been following them ever since their horse game with Brody Smith. Number two is Hot One. Been following him since around midway through high school. Um, I saw a Quavo clip on my Snapchat feed. And then number three is Chris Stuckman. Chris Stuckman. My friend Charlie showed me him. He's a YouTube movie movie critic. And he's a great movie critic. He always, he, he kind of, what's so good about his critique on movies is you get a very unique perspective that I think reflects my generation better than some of the guys you get in the papers or in the in the big, big name like Rolling Stone kind of thing. Because I feel like a lot of times those guys are going to pick movies that... Oh no, they don't. They don't. They, they don't seem as excited about the the crazy, wild, unique as Chris Stuckman is. He really embraces the strange and often recommends movies that are a little different than you'd expect. Not not the not your mainstream movie, except they're also appealing to the mainstream. 
I don't know if you saw everything everywhere all at once, but while I mean everyone was recommending that movie because it's so good, that that's the kind of movie that Chris would always be recommending. It's a little strange, a little out there, but it's just really good and really entertaining. In addition, he's he's very nerdy, so he likes the Marvel-y Lord of the Rings type thing as well. So that's always good, to, or that's always interesting as well. But what makes Chris Duckman someone that I've stuck with so long is not his reviews. What makes Chris Stuckman so great is how genuine and real he is on camera and to his audience. Chris is unrelentlessly himself in his videos, and that is why I love him. That is why me and my friend Charlie have been talking about it. We've been talking about him ever since we've come on to him, and he is just so genuinely himself not only in the way he reviews, because obviously he reviews very unique to his own taste, but also in the way he talks about the movies. He he used to grade the movies on a scale of F through A, and he no longer does that. He because he himself is now a director who actually actually set a record for the amount of money he raised for his movie on Kickstarter, which has not uh, come out yet. It's called Shady Oaks, a horror movie. Very much excited for that. But he's genuine in that he got rid of those grades because he was becoming a director and he realized that he didn't think that was that was good feedback to be giving. It was more just putting a label on uh, on a movie rather than actually giving good critique for his fans or the actual uh, director, actresses, and actors. And he wanted to give respect to those people because they put work and effort into it already. And I think that's really cool, especially as uh, from him who's in the industry now and actually knows what it's like. It's cool that he's able to do that. Being one of the biggest critics in my generation that I know of, it's him and Jeremy Johns on YouTube. In addition, he's genuinely himself in how he talks about things. He'll he'll take time off from making videos. He stopped making videos for a year, I think, during COVID-ish era. He just does what he needs to do to, to uh, make sure he's doing okay and make sure that he can get what he wants to have done. He also talks a lot about his family, about his his wife who comes on the on those videos every once in a while. It's just a really good narrative because you really get to understand who he is, what his values are, and you get some great movies out of it. Some of my best finds have been from him. So definitely recommend you finding Chris Stuckman. And I just wanted to bring him up because he is a huge inspiration for me and how I want to portray myself online, being genuine, authentic, and uh, just being being carefree about who, what I put out there and making sure that I show who I really am. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Chris Stockman. Uh, and then the final thing that I pointed out, one of the final things I want to talk about is welcome to Rexham, the the Ryan Reynolds, and I think it's like Mal Malhaney. I don't know. You guys probably know who he is. I don't remember his name, but he's a dude from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And basically what they have done is they both really love soccer and they wanted to buy their own team. So they got together and bought Rexham United, which is a Welsh soccer club in the National League, which through some little Wikipedia research I found out is like the fifth tier of the like English football league. So basically you got the premier league, which is like the top of the top. Then you have three leagues below that. And then you have the national league. So it's pretty far down there, but why I'm bringing this up is because, well, is because of the show they have made. They've made a reality TV show similar to a drive to survive or, um, 
I forget what the one about the Premier League is called, actually. Or like a hard knocks, though, where they just document the people, the, the different players on the team, the cuts they're making about running the team, being Ryan Reynolds and the other dude. Uh, and they just document that on the show uh, in a dramatic fashion. Now, I've never actually seen the show, but I am immediately intrigued. A, Ryan Reynolds is so funny, awesome guy. And B, it's such a smart play in my opinion. I mean, we watched as Drive Survive. I have friends now that wake up early on Saturday mornings, which is unheard of, to watch F1 racing. And no one cared about this about five years ago in America, but now it's all the rage. Everyone loves F1 racing. They're having races in Austin and Miami now. It's a huge deal because of Drive to Survive. So I really think that this is a sick way that he's trying to promote his small Welsh football team, soccer that is, and get them out there by doing this cool this cool marketing ploy. And Ryan Reynolds is a great marketer as he did with like Mash.com Satan, uh, his uh, Mash.com Satan commercials or if you've seen his Men Mobile commercials, which he also has uh, partially owns. It's just a really cool idea. And so while I haven't started watching it yet, I'm just really excited about it and I am going to start watching it and maybe I'll give you a review after the first season ends and see what I actually think. Uh, and then final, that's all the topics I really wanted to cover today. Uh, but I wanted to give you a little update on things. For one, on uh, LinkedIn, I've continued posting. I still have to post tonight actually, uh, but posting once a day during the work week, still going really well. Um, I've gotten some followers, but more importantly, I, not many, by the way, but more importantly, I really enjoyed uh, the writing aspect of it, I've found. Um, putting it out there is liberating. Me and my roommate were talking about this. It's really fun to just like put yourself out there and put out your thoughts out there because it's what you think and you're being, and it's kind of just liberating to put put your ideas into the world and to not really care what other people think. I think that's just a great feeling. Just like being willing to be like, hey, this is my thoughts for today. I want to know. I hope that you connect. And if it helps or is interesting or whatever it is, I really, uh, I'm just excited by that. Uh, so that's going very well. In addition, I've started writing once a week uh, my goals for that week. So I'm saying like, for instance, this week I wanted to make a podcast. I wanted to continue my writing on LinkedIn. I wanted to reach out to someone online, uh, within the NFT space. Um, I wanted to, I'm started watching these videos on NFTs and crypto called whiteboard crypto. If you're really, if you do not understand crypto and NFTs, highly recommend you watching. It's called whiteboard crypto. Their first video is what is an NFT it's one of the best ones you can learn how, what an NFT actually is. and uh, But uh, goals like that down and just put laying them out. and then, But also in addition, like fun things. So I've written, I want to go, I want to go play soccer at least twice a week. Um, and I want to go read at least two times a week. Just, just fun reading, just fun stuff. Uh, so just, I'm trying to find a balance in my life and do that by writing it down is a good way of manifesting that and getting that so I have a goal at least for the week. And then if I am sitting around unsure of what to do with myself, that's a good way of doing finding something to do. I've also started playing the guitar. I'm about a weekend. My roommate Jay has uh, acoustic and an electric guitar that I've started to learn. Ross, my other roommate, knows a little bit about it. So uh, I think we're going to have a little three-man guitar quartet or 
Tritet coming soon. So just be ready. Um, I know the music scene is hot with Young Gravy coming out of UW here in Madison, but hey, I think we could break in if we really put our minds to it. On top of this booming podcast and booming LinkedIn feed, I'm going to be a booming musician. So that's cool. And uh, But yeah, in general, things are going really well. Uh, trying to progress on this every week and all my other parts of life. Uh, and I hope you guys are too. If you guys... Uh, have any feedback for me in this episode, I'd love to hear it. If you care to share this with a friend, that'd be great. And if they have feedback, if they say it's the worst podcast they've ever heard, hey, I'd love to hear that too. You know, anything you got from me, I'll take because I'm trying to learn from it every day. Anyways, thanks for coming. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and I hope I see you back here in a week. See you guys. <laughs>